Taylor, let's catch up. Let's jump into it. Yes, there was sort of a weird pocket of time where where I was just, I, I don't even know what happened. Too busy celebrating, as you should have been. Eagles well, are in it. This is your dream. This is it, Taylor. I mean, you can let people know. I, I, I'm not going to wear the flat-brimmed hat that I'm holding, but the, the Fly Eagles Fly hat which was the fact that it's flat brim is that like kind of like a throwing it in kyle shanahan's face i don't know i, I think it must be because there is such a celebration of the flat brim for that niners organization and yeah yes kyle you know every press conference coming out and rocking that even when he admitted that your guy jimmy garoppolo would not be a piece of the future doubling down on that that's their loss yeah did and, you and, see though did you see getting really off track here but no, did you see no. that joe montana said that he would go with Jimmy Garoppolo over Brock Purdy or Trey Lance as their quarterback. Well, here's what's hilarious, and not that we need to spend that much time on the Niners, but it is interesting. I mean, we both, well, let's admit, we both had the Niners in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And and despite the Philadelphia ties that I have and with the season the Eagles had, I still thought without, at some point, you know, before these playoffs started, it looked like the Niners were going to run through it. And, and I absolutely truly, it. it was almost like a sick joke that that many quarterbacks went down though. So here's Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy comes in as this sensation. All of a sudden Brock Purdy goes down. Josh Johnson, their backup, backup, backup goes down. The backup, I mean, the you backup, really backup. truly couldn't like come up with even a crazier storyline than that. And their backup quarterback or their emergency quarterback is technically Kyle Juszczyk. But Christian McCaffrey, we've seen him go in there before then, right, right after their, their first game, I think after they um, traded for him, has thrown the ball. Thrown I, I, believe pass. It, I believe it was the game against Carolina where he – not against Carolina, sorry, but he threw for a touchdown, yeah. a touchdown and ran for a touchdown. That was an impressive game for the Niners that he had. And I thought – on that championship Sunday, that it was going to be his story yet again. I, I, I just, I, I couldn't get it out of my mind. Wow, what a story it would be. But they now, really didn't put him in that position. They did. They didn't. I think, I mean, that was so unfair. In that situation, like you're just kind to of. Like, to know the playbook at that point. And then you're just, you're sort of taking McCaffrey out of the game in a way to make him quarterback, right? He, he's now a little less dynamic in that position. Although, I, look, had they practiced that a little more? I think McCaffrey could be a very scary concept at quarterback, but it doesn't matter. That, that's not really what happened. Yeah. Your original point about it, it isn't what happened, but like the, just talking about like you know, like it is so hard. Patrick Mahomes said it tonight it is, on opening night. It is so hard to get to this game, and that just goes to show how hard it is to get to this game because we both felt like the 49ers really had it all season. And you look at the other side of the ball or the other division, and the Bengals. I mean, say what you want, but they. You could argue they should be in this game after that, some of those questionable calls. That, that conference championship for the Bengals, to come back the way they did twice, to have the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win. And, of course, Chris Jones makes the play of the game. You could argue, yes, of course, there's the late hit that sets up. There's the Skymore punt return. There's the late hit that, that sets up Butker for the 45-yarder that otherwise would have been much more difficult, obviously, without a 15-yard penalty. But – I really thought it came down to the fact that Burrow did have the ball in his hands with a chance to win that game. Mm -hmm. that, that, that Bengals team did have a chance to complete that comeback and win that game, and Chris Jones ruined that.
And that was it. That that was their shot. They did not move the ball in the most important moment. And that's why the Bengals aren't here again. That's it. They put themselves in position to win that game and absolutely didn't. And yeah. anyone saw it coming that the Chiefs defense was going to be the biggest play of the year for them. But essentially, you could argue the Chiefs defense is what has them in this game. But back to your point quickly about Garoppolo, I just wanted to say, the Niners went into last season thinking Garoppolo was out of their plans. And yeah. look what happened. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even willing to say I'm not this willing point, to say that, that either because it, it absolutely, we, we saw it this season. He was it signed as a backup, which was going to be what I think injury. the painful writing on the wall in this situation is, is that Garoppolo is the best option that they have between those three quarterbacks. He is whether or not, whether, whatever Kyle Shanahan has personally against Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever he has against you know, him as a player that he doesn't feel like he has it in some of those critical moments or he continues to not, you know, step, you know, step into it. Like we can all see those where you're like, okay, that is frustrating. But at the end of the day, he is your best option. Trey Lance is not the option, is not, is not a franchise quarterback in my opinion. I would say based on what we've seen from Trey Lance that he would have had them in the position that Brock Purdy and Garoppolo did. And the I brought line, this up so many times, but it was just uncomfortable being at practice this year and seeing when they've had Trey Lance as a starter, they would have them doing the same drills right next to each other. And it was just uncomfortable on the sidelines with all the media, like seeing how much better Jimmy Garoppolo was than Trey Lance. It's kind of like, wait, what's, what's going on here? And is this not awkward? <laughs> Confusing. Well, to say the least. This will be. This no will wonder be, why Jimmy always had a smile on his face. Yeah, yeah, he he knew something that that now you do, and that's it. And the offseason will really tell us what happens. But then again, the offseason off won't tell us because this past offseason it did. Bottom line is this: Brock Purdy had that team in position in the NFC. Yeah, he did. And let's let's give a little credit now. I will reveal underneath the underneath the sweater I'm wearing is what this is the cartoon Nick Foles shirt. This is the, the Philly special. This is a little Peanuts cartoon version of Foles catching that pass in the Super Bowl right before halftime. And it's really an ode to the Philly special. It, it's a shirt that actually uh, my son Levi now has and Allie has. Aww. And we've worn it on Sundays and Saturdays for that matter. And I guess you could say it worked. We did, by the way, remember, Taylor, we rented out a movie theater. I know. Game, which I thought was going to be the ultimate ridiculous jinx with having people around and <sighs> watch them melt down. But clearly in that game, 38 to 7, you could say that it, it worked out okay. And in fact, we are going to be back at that movie theater for the Super Are Bowl. you? Yes. So we are we are doubling and tripling down and we will This be- is if I can't convince Sam to come to Arizona for the game. Now I will say this much. We may see I I, I may be there for a night. So we may have a one beautiful night in Arizona uh, to rejoice, but it will not be for the game. I, I okay. have to be sort of locked down in a bunker. So I want to give a little credit. The Niners, yes, so much fell apart. And there was, of course, a lot of discussion around the fact that the Eagles, you know, were able to play a team that, that sort of didn't have their quarterbacks. But Hassan Reddick and that Eagles defense is the reason yeah. that the Niners were – at a deficit of quarterback because they, they, they truly made plays that they got to Purdy in that situation, not that they were tending to injure him, but that defense made the difference, not, not one, but two quarterbacks out of that game. And, and that was the difference. Period. Yeah, no. And I think that's, what's going to be the difference in this Super Bowl game. I think that on paper, the Eagles have the better team. I mean, technically they do with, I think it's the number two and number three offense and defense. And then, 
while the Chiefs have the number one offense, their defense obviously is not as high up there. So I think that on paper, the I'm looking at our research notes right now to make sure I'm getting these numbers right. But I'm gonna yeah, say defense one. number two um, for the Eagles, offense number three, and then Chiefs' offense is number one. Their defense is 11. So on paper, I think that the Eagles have the better team. I think they are the better team, especially with. Nicole Hardman now being out for the Chiefs, and they've got some question marks at receiver. Um, the only way that I think that the Eagles lose this game is because of Andy Reid. And it reminds me so much of the Patriots playing Sean McVay's Rams when, you know, you've got a coach like Bill Belichick. You could say that Andy Reid is right underneath Bill Belichick, especially oh, with the amount of playoff wins that he has and just the success that he's had in the playoffs in the postseason. I mean, just he's without question, without a top, without question, coach. active coach. And I think Sirianni is a top coach as well. But I think that what you have to learn throughout Super Bowl week is a lot. And McVay said it. You just aren't prepared for it unless you've done it before. And that's not to say that the Eagles are not going to go back to the Super Bowl and win it. I mean, but just it's hard to come into a game and play a coach like Andy Reid when it's your first time as Nick Sirianni. So while I do think that the Eagles have the better team, I think that the Chiefs could win it because of Andy Reid. Look, clear, clear advantage there at coaching. And that's that's you you were about to say it, and I'm just going to say it. When it comes to active coaches, there is no argument. Belichick mm-hmm. is Andy Reid is too. There's yeah. just that's it. That's 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 simple. I don't want to hear what anybody has to say outside of that. Active coaches. We don't have to talk about the pantheon of, of coaching history, but just active coaches in this moment. Belichick won Andy Reid too. Period. That's mm-hmm. it. And where Sirianni is in that list is not even worth discussing because Sirianni is writing that story right now. Right. Andy Reid's adding chapters to what is already a novel. Sirianni. I think that tonight somebody had said that his um. I think they said at opening night or in one of his press conferences today that Andy Reid is in Phoenix and he's already finished, finalized his like play calling for the Super Bowl. And there's still a week to go. That's crazy. You remember Andy Reid's ridiculous number off the bye? I believe Andy Reid has four losses in his career off the bye. I mean, that's just staggering. Now, granted, of those four losses, we do know that, that two of those did come in the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, that's interesting sure i do want to give some credit to jalen hurts and how poised he has been throughout this entire season i'm I, are you stunned i mean I, let, i'll just say this much eagles drafted jalen hurts i mean even just through jalen hurts career and watching so much of jalen hurts at alabama which you did of course with, with your ties to georgia my parents met at lsu we, we've seen a lot of jalen hurts and then we did at oklahoma i just i didn't see it translating this way this fast in this league for Jalen Hurts and I am stunned and all the credit goes to him but at the time the Eagles were still convinced that Carson Wentz was their quarterback which is not surprising Jalen Hurts at that time was a rookie there was no need to see him as the answer but Jalen Hurts has surpassed Mm -hmm. so much of what any Eagles quarterback has ever done if you look at the record book now of Eagles quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts is number one on most of those pages. And look at where he is in his career. Yeah. That's and insane. Not only that, but 
he was able to do it while everybody was sitting there doubting him, critiquing him, wondering if he's the guy. And Philly is not an easy town to play in. It's not an I mean, like, he was constantly easy. criticized, but he just, like, kept his head down, kept the outside noise out. Somebody else who I love this for is A.J. Brown. I felt like he was kind of got the short end of the stick in Tennessee. But, look, it ended up working out for him. You know, as life always says, one door closes, another one opens. Well, in this case, another one that could have a ring and it opened up. You know, Howie Roseman, for what he's done putting this team together, also, Taylor, you know, and Adrian Brown, a big part of that on draft night, which everyone knew was a, was a massive move at that moment. But for Roseman to have put this together, not only through the draft, when you look at what they added to this team in Gardner Johnson, in Hassan yeah. Red, you know, obviously Darius Slay now from a couple of years being there, but what this Bradbury from the Giants as well. What this team has done just and Linval Joseph, yeah, with Linval with Limbal Joseph and what and Dominican Sue made a humongous play in the NFC. I think the, it was against Washington. So. Like they had one bad game against Washington, and then they immediately nipped it in the bud and put in those two like additions just to fix and their that, fix and, all their holes and their problems, yes, which was, was amazing. Yeah, and that was to shore up the, the run issues that they had defensively with Jordan yeah. being injured. And so they go out and they get Joseph and Sue. I, look, massive credit across the board. Now, do we want to just at this point predict what's going to happen? I mean, I, it, it's so difficult. to. It's to so see. difficult because, like I said, I think that the Eagles have the better team, no doubt. But it's hard to go up against a coach like Andy Reid. Not, and first of all, yeah, we, you know who, who, what name we haven't even said yet? Which is Patrick hilarious. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> those two, those two names, haven't, we haven't said Patrick or Mahomes once yet. So can we at least admit what is the? Yeah, the, absolutely. The, but the, I just the think it's going to be room here. the elephant in the room. Also, is that there are not going to be as many receivers for him to throw to. It is going to. I mean, Travis Kelsey. Yes, of course, he's huge. But Kelsey's already. Kelsey's you can't just depend on Kelsey. If you've got Nicole Hardman out, Juju Smith-Schuster with a banged-up knee, Um, I saw James Palmer tweeted something right after their game. I know it's been two weeks, but he hasn't really practiced this week either, um, saying he couldn't even walk up the stairs after that game. So that's that's a player that needs to step up that I don't know if he's going to be healthy enough to step up. Well, a couple things. Let's admit one thing. We're talking about injuries on the Chiefs' side, and that is very true. And, And, of course, Mahomes himself, right? Right, which okay, but I don't, I don't believe that Mahomes has any sort of injury because he only went six days after their last game after suffering a high ankle sprain and looked totally fine, and now he's had two weeks. So, my God, he was admittedly not mobile. He was definitely ginger in that AFC Championship, Mm. but he was also spectacular. And every bit of the Mahomes that we know can make the biggest difference in the most important game at the most critical time, which is what he does again and again and again. Let's talk about injuries real quick for the Eagles, though. It's not going to look like an extensive list, but Avante Maddox was in a walking boot. That's a big story on their defense. How about Hurts himself with the shoulder is still not 100%. Hurts is not 100%. And Johnson has opted out of surgery to just play through the playoffs, which has obviously worked well to this point. So those are all little items that could play a role. We certainly saw how injuries affected that NFC Championship game. Let's see. I hope injuries has no part in this game. And if that's the case, if we just throw injuries out of this, and I know we're saying the coaching edge certainly goes to the Chiefs. I, look, I originally said that this would be Chiefs Niners and the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl. 
I, I guess I don't want to come off of that. It's tough wearing the Foles shirt right now, holding the Fly Eagles Fly flat, flat brimmed hat. It's if you tough. want to change your pick, you totally can. You just got to go with what you. you no, know. I, I get it, but I, I think what got me here was was saying it was the Chiefs. I mean, uh, look, we predicted a Chiefs Super Bowl that did not go their way against Tampa. In many ways, this looks like an Eagles team, which, by the way, has the most sacks, including the postseason, than any team not called the 1984 or 1985 Bears. That's ridiculous. 78 sacks to this point for this Eagles defensive line. So in some ways, it feels like that Tampa team that took down Mahomes in the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl, by the way, that he did not even throw a touchdown pass in. So, yes, something about this Eagles defense says that could be the case. I, I, I guess I want your prediction first. I mean, I, I just I, I want to give the floor to you. I, I, I guess just give me a few more seconds to wrap my head around whether I I've gone back and forth it. on this one. Um, I've really honestly gone back and forth. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles. But again, I think it's going to be so tough going up against I think Andy Reid is going to be. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. So you That's don't have sure. to. That's great. That's great. All right. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that made that. The that, Eagles that are it, the better team. That makes it easier for me. You're going Eagles. I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs. I, I, I see this as I see this period of time in our lives as the Mahomes era. Okay, and, and for it to be the Mahomes era, Sam, I can't it, believe you're going against your team. It's, it's look, it's re, I, Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Now, remember, there, there's some now there's some small part of me that can say that with an ode to Philadelphia, right? I mean, if, if the Chiefs were playing anyone else from the NFC in this game, I'm rooting with all of my heart for Andy Reid, right? That's an easy decision. As an, as an Eagles fan... Well, it's with crazy, fun fact. Um, only one coach has won 10-plus playoff games with two separate teams. That's Andy Reid. And guess what the two teams are? Billy and Casey. I believe it's yep. 11 with Kansas City and 10 with the Eagles playoff. So games. crazy. That's ridiculous. And he is just such a special piece of Eagles history. It's it's in many ways, it's you still see Andy Reid's impact on any Eagles team that has success. At least I do. I just I remember mm -hmm. that era of Eagles football as still the most dominant. Yes, that team, Donovan did not win a Super Bowl, but when you look at a sustained run of excellence for a Philadelphia football team, it was Andy Reid's. Doug Peterson was outstanding, and there will be a statue because he won a Super Bowl, of course. But when you look at sustained excellence over the course of a decade, that's Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I guess thank you for saying Philadelphia so that I can at least feel that collectively we've done our due diligence here. Yes. But I'm just going to stick with it because somewhere on a piece of paper, I scribbled to you once that, that the Chiefs would win this Super Bowl. So there you go. Okay. Right, we, we, will, we will chat after this whole thing, Taylor. We want to hear, we wanna hear everyone else's predictions, too. We definitely need us at let's catch up. Yes. Instagram, at, all the above. Yes. At let's catch up NFL. Please let us know. Are, are we out of our minds? I think Taylor's got her head on straight here, which I love. I, I'm sure. I'm sure Sam's going to win this one. He's pretty good at his predictions.